BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Mommy kissing Santa Claus. Oh my God, is that Mariah Carey? <laughs> Underneath the mistletoe last night. And if you are, which you are, already in the year 2024, your mistletoe's probably put away. But I don't know about you guys, I haven't finished dealing with what the holidays do to me every year. Welcome to page seven. Rewind, it's the holiday edition, and yeah, we're talking about Hanukkahs, yeah, we're talking about Christmases, we're talking about motherfucking New Year's, because New Year's is the sneaky one that you think like, ah, I'm not even thinking about it, oh, it doesn't even bother me, but you know what, I dare say it bothers me more than the other holidays combined. Oh yeah, because it's the one where you don't plan anything, and then it comes, and you're like, I'm not doing anything, my life is meaningless. Or the opposite, where you plan too much. Much and you're like, I, I got to stay out until I, when? Yeah. I got to do what? Yeah. Uh, yeah. New Year's is such a tricky one. You know, I, I, but, but like it was bad kids night for the longest time. Right. I think oh, it, was it was my definitely. favorite night when I was in, in my, my 20s. And a two night party, a two party night was like a treat back then. You know, if oh, you, yeah. well, let's two re- stops. Let's even rewind back to where like, cause I feel like a lot of Christmas memories are going to be based on uh you know more childhood stuff but new year's memories kind of happen a little bit more as you get older but kind of like that space in between my strongest memory from new year's personally is uh, maybe junior year of high school probably i think junior year of high school maybe sophomore nah junior year had to be because that was when i was like really starting to get aggressive with uh seeing what drinking's all about <laughs> and uh i my thing, my me and my buddy's thing was Smirnoff 100. We were like, oh, you've got to figure it out. You just take shots of this awful vodka, you know? You can kind of take, it's like, it's not even like uh, drinking how people dr- enjoy drinking, you know? It's like we would do it like taking pills. We would go into like my buddy's room, take three shots of Smirnoff 100, and then like go watch Dragon Ball Z after school. Normal high school kid stuff, you know? <laughs> so, and, <laughs> now think about being a parent, Holden, and think about I know. your Winnie. I just saw a picture of Gideon at his bar mitzvah, you know, which is he was 13. He looked like the tiniest little boy. He was so young. And I was like, I saw we were with his mom and his sister, and I was like, oh my God, look at what a tiny little kid you were at, at your bar mitzvah. And they were like, don't be fooled. He was already drunk. And ah, I was like, oh he my was al- God. He was like already drunk drink you know yeah. a lot of people are already drinking by the time they're 13 i uh and yeah it's just wild to think about and after coming home from school when you're thinking like graham crackers and saved by the bell but then you somewhere along the line you switch oh we were smoking black and milds and taking shots of short off 100 watching dragon ball <laughs> and this one new year's we got an eighth of uh i got like a flask a big flask of short off 100 and it was like finished before, like way before the ball drop, I drank it way too quickly. I spent the entire night hugging a toilet. Like probably, probably might have even should have maybe gone to the hospital that night. Like it was so bad. Just hug, just Ralph. I remember like hearing the countdown in between pukes. <laughs> oh, it was sad. just that's sad. Horrible. You're in the countdown in the other room as a sad New Year's. That was definitely the most like defining New Year. I don't think I have a memory of a New Year's until like. I get to New York City, right? Like, that was pretty much the big one when I was younger. I always have not, like, when I was younger, I really didn't like New Year's because my parents, and I don't know any other parents that force their children to do this, but at midnight, we were forced 
to go outside with pots and pans and wooden spoons <laughs> and bang the pots and pans. Oh, and horrible. Really? You think like, what, oh, what that's are you, awesome. In pandemic? What's <laughs> like, going on like, right oh, now? Oh, how great that is. But it wasn't great for us. It was so embarrassing because no one else did it, especially when we moved to Florida, when especially nobody did it. But nobody did it in fucking Queens. I lived in Queens no, for years. No, yeah, but at least people are always out and about, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, you know, like that right. doesn't matter. People are loud. You can yeah. people scream that, the though, at the same time. I feel like if you did that in New York yes, City. In Florida, someone's going to, well, in Florida, someone's going to freaking shoot you, you know? yeah. yes i and it was always i like i hated doing it but now that i'm an adult i was like <laughs> we should start doing that again <laughs> i kind of get why they want it like because you think now as both of you are parents wouldn't that be fun to be like we get to in the middle of the night go outside and make a bunch of noise so i'm sure at some point i liked it but when you are talk about those ages 13 and you're just like <sighs> Fine, I'll <laughs> hit the pots and pans. <laughs> would you stay up like when you were, or would they wake you up? You know what I mean? Like, no, we would, you stay, would stay up. We were always allowed to stay up for. Now my mom is so like blown away by the fact that she's like, Netflix has the countdown, so you do it for the kids, so they think it's midnight, and they go to sleep at a normal hour. Yeah, that's the most. <laughs> Beautiful thing I've ever heard of. <laughs> like, it really is. It's a very, very smart of Netflix. Do you do that with the girls, MJ? I think we did that last year. I think we did the countdown. But like, in, like last year, even they didn't, they were kind of too young to even like understand what the, like, why are we counting down? I think, you know, like many, like introducing kids to any holiday tradition, they're like, okay, I guess we're lighting candles and it's singing. So, you know, like yeah. it's so weird and fun. Like getting taking Winnie trigger treating for the first time this year was so hilarious. Yeah, exactly. It's, like, it's a great you have example. No idea what the fuck. Like we were just like walking up to random houses. There's like creepy skeletons in front. Of the you know what I mean? She's just like she's dressed yeah, like you a only shark do it for one day. Yeah. Next day, it's like we're back to normal. We're not knocking back on people's to doors. Totally. What does she think? So we. I don't know. I. Think think well the funny thing i actually saw a funny tweet about this recently i think it was like a reddit post someone someone wrote like it's crazy how like much toddlers just roll with shit like it's like my i just i moved from it to a different state with my toddler like last month and they asked me the other day are we still on the planet earth (laughs) it's like because it really is like that like you're just yeah you're just kind of rolling with shit and it's like i was even thinking about i was like she just didn't know what she was doing on Saturday. And all of a sudden she was at the mall and then we went to Trader Joe's and now she's, you know, now we're at the playground. Like she doesn't know what the fuck she's any day. She wakes up and has no idea what the fuck she's doing. Yeah. And that's crazy to me. You know, yeah. like I have my whole week mapped out to a T. Uh, so it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy. I, I, we were at, we went out to watch, to go look at Christmas lights in this garden last night. And I was thinking about this while looking at little kids. I may have taken a couple of psychedelics, but it was <laughs> so cool to watch these like little kids jumping because they have all of these lights set up mm-hmm. that you can jump on and it changes the trees colors. Oh, that's cool. Like that they're underneath. And we were doing it, having a blast. But then I'm looking at these kids being like, what do they think is happening? Right. Like, what do they think is that? Like, you're in the dark. Like, when are you ever at a garden where all the lights are off except for these big, insane lights that you get to control? I feel like that would blow my mind. Like, it was blowing my mind, but I think it might have been the second. <laughs> but I was feeling great. Yeah, no, it's true. It's like. And there's we have all these like this meaning that we infuse onto things. It's like new year, new us or whatever the fuck. And they're just like, I what what has changed? Like, yes, you know, so it's all very, very abstract to them. But I I mean, I'm definitely going to do the countdown this year because I love it is fun to like let them stay up late and whatever. But also we're still at the, until I think until they're like eight or nine. It's like staying up late is like not actually fun for anyone because they're no, just like emotionally they're tired. Yeah. 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 And also then your whole next day is screwed. And like, like, is that why you want your New Year's Day? Like I remember in the past, like how I've had to work most New Year's Eve and New Year's Days. So I, I'm used to feeling like shit on the first day of the year. It always <laughs> used to blow my mind that people would be like, this is the day that you're like, let's start over. Let's work on me. I'm like, this is the day that I feel 
feel the worst when yeah, I'm just you like start the new year hungover. Yes, but yeah. like that would be such a different sad way to start the new year. Wherever you're not hungover, you're just tired, and the kids are tired, and everybody's tired, and everybody's pissy. Well, someday I'll be able to introduce them to my absolutely solo um, New Year's Day tradition, which I just invented myself. Ooh, what is it? And into he doesn't love it, but he comes along with me, which is watching Sex in the City the movie. <laughs> That's right. Um, every New Year's Day. Why? Because there's like a long. It spans the course of a whole, ye- I think, year. Okay. But there is like a long sequence in it where Carrie is trying to get to Miranda because Miranda's really sad because it's like her first New Year's without Steve and her son because they're divorcing. Right. 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 And. Carrie is home because she's having a sad New Year's because Big walked out on their wedding day. And so she, they're Whoa, on the phone. And they, 15 year spoiler, spoiler, MJ. alert. And so they're on the, and then they had a fight. Miranda and Carrie had a fight. I don't remember what their fight was about. I think it was because Miranda knew that Steve was having a real hard time. Anyway, they're on the phone, they're fighting. And then Carrie's like, I got to get to her. And she gets from her apartment, which I think is in the Upper East Side, down to Miranda's apartment, which is in Chinatown. But it's all set to this, like, very beautiful old Lang Syne sequence. And for whatever reason, my brain was just like, Sex in the City 1 is a New Year's movie. And so I watch it every New Year's Day. It's a great hangover movie because it's the stupidest movie that you can enjoy watching hell so yeah I, I encourage everybody to start this tradition start this tradition i think this is i i think that my husband would hate it even more than <laughs> he would hate it but i love this i'm tradition. sorry i got to do forrest gump because i love that trying to kill yourself on new year's eve uh scene uh it's wonderful oh, so. okay that's so do you good... watch that on the first <laughs> yeah maybe you should start watching it on the first just to get a taste just to be like, I am Lieutenant Dan. There are. I pulled up New Year's Eve movies uh, uh, here, and yeah, what do we consider a New Year's Eve movie or a New Year's Day movie? Which are two different. Let me put. Let me John, try. Ooh, when Harry met Sally for sure. When Harry met Sally. Okay. For oh sure. my God, that scene was my everything. In fact, I had that little monologue at the end that Billy Crystal does. Um, when he talks about like all the things that he hates and loves about her. Um, Oh my God, because I came here tonight to spend the rest of my life with you or whatever he says at the end. And it's just so great. It's just so beautiful. And he used to have it as an away message, Okay, which is sad again for uh, a young person to have that as their away message. (laughs) Yes. No, this is good though. Cause I, since becoming parents, we have not gone out on, on new year's Eve. And honestly, I've, Reach that point in my life where I'm fine with it. Yeah, like, I'm like it is nice to have like a party night at home. I just got after the kids are in bed. Sex in the City is on this list. I'm sorry, yes. New Year's best New Year's yes. movies. It's not just me. Hell yeah, it's not just you. I switched. A f- I flipped a switch at some point near the end of my time in New York City, where kind of every big like every holiday was the last day I would wanted to go out. You know, it was just such a pain in the ass. Getting a cab was a pain in the ass. Like dealing with whatever bar or whatever was. Well, cabs on New Year's Eve in New York City. Yeah, horrible. Oh my God. You can't go somewhere unless you are ready to walk home. Halloween, uh, Thanksgiving is always a nightmare. And uh, yeah, New Year's Eve, you know, and then don't get me started on. As we already talked about, SantaCon (laughs) and uh, St. Patty's Day, you know, just, oh, the. Realizing it's St. Patty's Day, one of the worst, like on your way to work, exhausted, bleary eyed, worst feeling ever. If you didn't realize it was coming and you just get out of the train, you just see like green bullshit everywhere. And you're like, no. <laughs> I remember I had to like walk across town. But now it's your wedding anniversary. Now it's my wedding anniversary. And now I don't live in New York. <laughs> Thank Christ. Because, yeah. I remember at one point I forgot I had to like walk through the parade to run like an errand at my job. Oh my God. It was such a horrible day. I had to like walk. Oh, it was awful. <sighs> but um, yeah, pretty much. I remember, I think it was like, we, it was a weirdly enough. We had a party at Henry's apartment in Brooklyn back when Henry oh, had a, a sad place that was not me. conducive. That was a sad year for you, yeah. That was a sad year. Was that one for me, me yeah. too? Because I had like a, stu- yeah, that's right. I had like a fucking stomach bug or something. And remember that girl fell down the stairs? Oh, shit. Remember, I remember one that, of this, actually. Wait, one the of, girl fell down the stairs? Well, like this 
This woman that one of us was dating, uh, they did not date for too long. I remember she got too drunk and Henry lived on the second floor and she went to go leave and she fell down the entire stairs. Uh. And I remember we had to sit with her as she was like crying and like bleeding at the bottom of the stairs, but most of the party didn't know it was happening upstairs. We just happened to see her fall and then she just like was so upset and she just was screaming and then like the neighbors came out and started screaming at her for screaming just because she had fallen down the stairs. So we'd like get her inside, but then she wouldn't leave and I was trapped at Henry's until like five in the morning. Uh. I feel like that's the night we've all had like, you know, party nights where some weird thing happens, like someone falls down the stairs or something. Like I feel like any night, party night where like a slight minor medical emergency happens and it's always on new year's or another like very significant day and then you're just entire you're like well i guess this is how we start 2017 yeah right you know i mean i've got the video that i post every year of the cat us singing cats i love that like drunkenly on the street and like we just kept being like 2020 the year of perfect vision baby (laughs) year of perfect vision we kept screaming that all night and you know it was the beginning of the end i know any we don't talk about any 2020 new year's feelings because none of us knew what was coming yeah 2019 into 2020 wild i do just remember travis who's no longer uh, with the network um but he was like kind of their like right hand man for last five guess left. I remember him just being like, it's going to be a huge year for us. A big year. Like, right? I don't know why I have that memory of that because like their book was about to come out and, and they like were gonna all go these on a things. There's going to be this big book tour and all this crazy stuff. And I just remember being like, this is going to be him just being like, this is going to be a huge year for us. Like, <laughs> I don't know why it just sticks in my head because yeah, just everything fucking fell apart after that. I mean, what did we do? What was new year's 2020 to 2021? What did I even do for me? I remember because I also thought that 2020 was going to be a great year for me because I was like, I had a one-year-old and an infant at the time, but I was like, we're about to age out of like the newborn infant stage. We're going to have a six month old soon. I'm going to get my life back on track. Like I was, I, I remember I had the high hopes New Year's 2020, which um, uh, spoiler alert, since then have decided to never have high hopes about anything again. Never, never yeah. again. Never yeah. hope. Never dream. Never hope. Um, put it <laughs> all in your pocket. Yeah, never <laughs> hope. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. But I did have in in 2019, I had a very good New Year's because it was uh, the day after Christmas 2018 was when I woke up and and spontaneously decided I was pregnant. I just woke up and knew and I took a pregnancy test and this was with Zelda, the second one. And I, it was indeed positive. And Damn, how, what was that intuition? You just knew? I just knew I was thirsty and I was thirsty in a way that had, and Gideon was like, you were thirsty because you had like drank a little bit the night before and you had not been drinking because you were nursing. But I just woke up and I was thirsty in a way that reminded me of when I was pregnant. And I, without even telling you, you just said thirsty and both Holden and I started drinking our <laughs> yeah. water. Where I was just like, I yeah, you're right. I am thirsty. thirsty. And so I took the Gideon was out with the baby in the living room. I didn't even tell him. I just woke up and I was like, I feel pregnant. And I took a pregnancy test and it was positive. And I, you know, I had I had had infertility when I was trying to get pregnant with Freddie. I had never, ever seen a positive pregnancy test um, like on a pee stick, because when I found out I was pregnant with her, I was too nervous to take a pregnancy test. I just got a blood test. So I had never seen a positive. Whoa. And I took it. It was like a it was like a covid test. You know, it was like a bright line. And I was like, whoa, OK, Whoa, I'm really pregnant. <laughs> and I came out and told him and well you must have been that was in December you must have like 
just gotten pregnant. Yes, it was like because Zelda was b- born in August. Yeah, it was. I w- no, that was. I, of course, I was like, oh, maybe I like maybe I've been pregnant for a few weeks and I didn't know and I could like knock a couple of weeks off the forty week slog. But no, I I knew like it was like the fucking day that I must have like oh, been pregnant. It was, like the first God. day, I just felt it so weird. But I like excitedly wrote a note to my fertility doctor. My fertility doctor was like. Um, this might be bad because it might be a tubal pregnancy. It might be something like, because the reason I had had infertility was because of blocked tubes. So he was like, don't do it. Don't do anything. Don't get excited. Like, come to me. We got to do blood tests, yada, yada, yada. And so I was like, okay, I don't know what the fuck is happening. And so that was the time between Christmas and New Year's 2018. And then on New Year's Eve 2018, my doctor called me at like nine o'clock at night. It was like New Year's party time. And we were just home. You know, we had the the baby and he like called and he was like, the blood tests look great. You're definitely pregnant. Uh Nice. Yeah, yeah, that That's was the best New Year's, New Year's story. That's yeah, awesome. yeah. So the only time anything good happened on New Year's, <laughs> I was about to say, I'm like immediately like <laughs> scanning. Do I have anything positive to say about a New Year's? What positive thing do I have I mean, to say about a New I feel Year's like, that I don't have? It? I feel like I definitely <laughs> I don't had. Have let me think. All right, there was definitely. I think it's just because it's filled with so much hope, and then like it always is never as good as you expect mm-hmm. it to be. Exactly. Exactly. There's too much pressure. Honestly, yes. I feel like for me, being so lonely and without um, any kind of uh, woman or uh, any com- comfort, you know, any sort of uh, just lust in my life. <laughs> I mean, was there was an emptiness there. You know what I mean? So maybe I'm frozen because the ladies, you know, maybe it's their fault, Jackie. So what do we oh, think about that good. for a second? Oh, oh yes. yeah. That's, that's, blame the women. Oh, good, <laughs> Holden. That's what we want. Blame the, blame the women. But what was the first... <laughs> It well, is sad ver- when you don't I, have anyone to kiss. I choose to blame the women. I- <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. You know, you're the first man that's ever done that. But as soon as <laughs> so, oh, thank as you soon for as your I refreshing got some take. of that fucking arm candy, you know what I'm saying? As soon as I got yeah. a little of oh, that. Yeah. I'm trying to remember who it was. Seriously. But I just, I, even though I don't even have the distinctive memory, I just remember being so fucking thrilled. I finally had someone to kiss yeah. on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Because that was the whole thing for me. Yeah. was just that there was, that was to, to was have sad. someone to kiss. On New Year's. I do like the tradition of, like, at least what we used to do in our 20s is that we used to kiss everybody. Yeah. So it's like you kiss whoever you came with, I guess, but then everybody starts kissing. So it's like, okay, but in a second, every, like, I always loved that about the incestuous comedy scene of New York is that it's like, well, may as well, we probably all fucked in the past (laughs) anyway. We could kiss. It's New Year's. Hell yeah, let's kiss. But there's still that moment. There's still that one moment before that part happens where you either got someone to kiss or you don't. But that's what I always loved because I was in such a loveless relationship for such a long time that we always, for so many years, we did shows on New Year's Eve. Yes. So we would usually be on, on stage, stage when the ball dropped. Oh, so it's that's like we, the memory. Yeah. We, I, oh, oh, I, I remember when everyone going, the mi- 10, 9, and we're in the middle of a sketch and we're like, fuck, we're missing the ball drop. <laughs> Dude, the memory is, oh, I won't say his name, even though no one, it wouldn't matter at all. No. Oh, would, when he puked? Would, all right. Well, I will throw Walter under the bus uh, for Murderfist. Walter was this, with this guy who I liked. He, you know, is an interesting guy. Yeah, not a lot of people had issues with him. I he he was always nice to me. I, we we had a good relationship. Um, he he's the one who actually kind of got me into John Waters and stuff. But but anyways, anyways, we do a Murderfist show and at this place. It was like this this big ass Murderfist show. Um. You know, that, that was our thing. We like to do a show on New Year's for, for a number of years. And man, he I remember he he was drinking gin that night and he got there like early. He got there like way before. But instead of like where whereas we are, maybe maybe some of us are having exactly like where beer or something. But like we're like working. We're like focused trying to get the shows like we would usually yeah, go. I, wasn't that when we were being rebirthed out of that huge pussy yeah, that we made? I think like we, we was were, this in New York or Florida? New York. This is New York. This is at uh, uh, St. Mark's Theater. Oh, OK. Yeah, you, yeah, I love under, that under Saint Marks, under Saint Marks, on Saint Marks. If you you know Saint Marks, like a, a a very like his almost historical kind of punk, interesting, cool par, uh, street in New York in the East Village, uh, where and there's a, a theater that a lot of shows happen at called Under Saint Marks. It's this small like black box theater, kind of a, a good place to like 
do your first open mic or like do do your first show shit. Yeah. Yeah. I was there every week for years. Yeah. It was, it was like underground. Literally it was this weird little space and you, and, and one of the big things about it too is this actually works for the story. The bathroom is awkward. You have to walk like Pat through the stage, like Pat, like onto the stage and into the back to use the bathroom. Oh my God. All of this is coming (laughs) back. I completely, oh my God. So Brost is there early and he's drinking. Like, I think he just brought like a fifth of gin or whatever or, or more. And he's just sitting there making mixed drinks just in the audience. I mean, he is just audibly hammered. Early, right? It's just a very, very early on, and that we're we're doing. So what what happened exactly? We're on the last sketch, right? Yeah, I think were we on the last? I think we were doing. I'm pretty night? sure we were doing Ed and Holden's Christmas, where um we act out your two different Christmases. Christmases. Yeah, which I'm sad because uh, we probably would have done it at Classy Night Out this month this month uh for the holidays, but I will be out of town when Classy Night Out happens, so we will not be doing the sketch. And we, so we can't do Ed and Holden's Christmas without Holden. without Holden. It wouldn't work, or you, well, you could do it. It would be make me sad, but. Uh, no, we just like we're in the middle of the sketch and we just hear a bunch of people like scream because <laughs> <laughs> this guy just decides to not just puke in the in the audience in the show, but projectile all over all over the front. And he was sitting in the second row. So he projectiled all over the front, row. all over oh, no. a bunch of our friends four and like, and four like women that were all dressed up for new year's. Cause like we were all going to go out afterwards all over. Like, I just remember specifically her screaming. It's in my hair <laughs> because she couldn't get, they couldn't get it out of their hair because he had also eaten. So there was just no. food in. It was just, Oh God. Also, it was, also- so horrible. It's a one bathroom. It's a single person bathroom. It's a tiny theater bathroom. too, so tiny. everyone's smelling what's going on. Oh, right. yeah. It's a single per- I just remember like we were doing the ball drop with like a line of people standing, f- trying to get into the bathroom to clean puke off of themselves. Like it was so brutal for oh, I mean man. I laughed and we I laughed, laughed and we laughed. We and we definitely laughed. were very evil about it. But man. Oh, that was great. I felt bad, wow. though. Like, I did. I, I remember specifically helping fears. her get it out of her hair. Like, I Kep remember trying first, to yeah. pull the chunks out. It ruined That Kep's... tracks for you, Jackie. Yes. Be like, I'll help you wash I'll the help you cut your hair. <laughs> yeah, Of course. I'm sure it was a tiny. I don't remember the bath. I remember where the bathroom was at under St. Mark's, but I don't remember the details. But picture the smallest dive bar bathroom you've ever been in. Yeah. I, I don't even know how you would wash puke out of your hair in one of those bathrooms you could barely so wash your hands yeah you can't even bend over you know yeah so oh, believe me because it's puking in that i've puked in that toilet many a time it's difficult <laughs> yeah it's difficult to bend yeah. over oh man fuck. that was that uh, was a fun one though and it always like but it always made me even though i loved doing the shows on new year's eve it always felt like i was being robbed of new year's eves but then when we stopped doing shows on new year's eve i'm like but now, yeah, it's what do like, we do? But then what? Like, exactly. Who am, who am I? Who I always felt that way too. I was like, why do we always have to work on New Year's Eve? But as soon as I, like, stopped doing shows, I, I very quickly stopped caring about going to parties. Because that's when the pressure, sure. yeah, the pressure to be like, am I doing something fun? You know, and don't get me wrong, I love dressing up and going to a party, but there's just something about, it's like, I feel like the concept of FOMO is like specifically born out of New Year's Eve. It's yes. like you have this extreme pressure to be like, am I doing the best thing? If, right. I've been in, if I know of multiple parties, am I choosing the best one? Or I'm going to try to go to two or three, but am I going to go to them at the right time? There's just something, I always feel like I'm doing yeah, it wrong. Same. I have this little like, voice of doubt in my head on New Year's Eve. Like I should be doing something really special instead of just being like, it's like any other fucking night where maybe the party will be cool and maybe it won't be. And if it sucks, then that'll be a, a story, you know, what? like it's yeah. fine. That was the thing. Last year, we Jeff and I both had COVID and like there was like a big party where like, like they had rented it, like our fr- all of our friends rented out this space and everyone went to this like fun party. And I was really sad because we both had COVID. But then like, we made steaks, and I remember like we were watching the Miley Cyrus Christmas or the New Year's Eve show, and like we danced in the living room and kissed him. It like had this Aww. like beautiful romantic little time, and I just like burst into tears. I was like, "This might be 
my happiest New Year's Eve memory Aww. of just the two mm. of us just like cooped up together in this house. You know, I feel like that's a New Year's I'm going to remember forever. Totally. Yeah, I feel like I feel like after like when you're single, I mean, New Year's, you're you're just trying to have a magical, you're trying to make some magical romance happen. You're Come trying on, to make magical. always trying to make it happen. It's these movies, bro, because that's the thing. When you brought up New Year's movies, and I was like, yeah, I, I can't think of any New Year's movies. But that's because I think a lot of the New Year's movies that I'm looking up are all romances. Yes. Uh-huh. Every New Year's movie, you've got especially from the 90s. Seattle, you've got, yes, you've got About Time, which About Time is so sad. Mm-hmm. You've got When Harry Met Sally, you know, you've got Bridget Jones's diary, which begins on a New Year's and ends on a New Year's. There's so much pressure. And this is part of the reason why, like, even for the Christmas holiday, what we tried to switch up this year with our family is that last year there was so much pressure that it was a pressure cooker and it exploded. Uh-huh. And I was like, what if we take, hear me out. The pressure out of the holidays. Yeah. What if we don't make it like it has to be perfect? It has to be everything. Right. And take it off. Why don't we just take the pressure off? Yeah. Yeah. But that's what's so sad about New Year's is that you can't take the pressure off New Year's because it's about the moment. And you want the moment to be so perfect. And it's so difficult for the moment to be perfect. Well, then you're immediately launched into the whole self-improvement thing, right? Yeah, it's like you literally wake up hungover on January 1st. You have a headache. You feel like shit. And then you like look at the world and the world is like, when are you going to start losing weight or whatever? And it's like, and even if you, I feel like thankfully a little bit in the last few years, there's been like a, like, let's not only do New Year's resolutions about exercise or eating or whatever, but like, it's still like, uh, your house sucks, you know, mm-hmm. you're, you're like, it's always it, the self-improvement piece is like, I, I am a real, my mental, uh, capacity to resist the idea that I should always be doing something but to better myself. I, I'm so susceptible to it. And I immediately start feeling like shit. Oh, and like yeah. I have to do something to change up my life, you know? And it's like not inspiring type of motivation. It's like the self-hatred kind of motivation. Yes. And it, why start the year off hating yourself? Why do we have to follow the design that you have to re- completely renew yourself and redo yourself to make you better? This is why I changed this last year and I've been and now I'm a full proponent of it this year. Join me, won't you? I see it the same way my mom does Lent. My mom does Lent rather than giving something up. She believes that it should be something that is like that you are changing for the betterment of your community and your society. Why don't you instead work on something that like enriches you Uh rather than something that immediately knocks you down? Like, why do we have to have this perspective of like, you're not good enough, get better when it could be just something simple that you start, you know, just something that you can throw into your day, something you can attain because what resolutions do is they set you up for failure. Yeah. It's too much pressure. I think too though I my January 1st vibe is also this deep despair that the cuz it's the holiday break is over. Yes. Yeah. And you don't have a break for it, a long time. It feels time. like it's the biggest case of the Sundays you, you know you, you for feel all year. The biggest one because like you just had this holiday break. It was great. I mean even in New York you would get this time off and like like if you had like from our jobs or whatever uh, depending on your job, for me at least, it was like this. Um, and uh, maybe I would go home for the holidays for some of it, but I would still get like this kind of fun, kind of meteor break. Even then, you get like in the summer, like it used to be in 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 high school and before. Like you had, man, that was even worse actually, because you had this like juicy, thick, two week plus long fucking just in the middle of your school year fat break where you also get a bunch of presents and oftentimes for me like let's say like a video game that I was like addicted to and I just got to play the living shit out of it and then that January 1st rolls around you think you're gonna enjoy it because you're like it's one more day off hell yeah but you just spend the whole day just like 
coming to grips, coming to terms with the the fact that you are back in the fucking meat grinder with no end in sight uh, that, that January 2nd. I will say, though, it's the opposite for me this year because, again, I will be returning home on the 2nd, uh, and uh, Lexi and Winnie will be going to Florida for a couple weeks, so I will actually be coming here for a weird... It's a weird staycation for me when that happens because I just get, like, all this extra sleep and shit. So it's kind of a it's kind of funny. Like my breaks weirdly starts in the second, but it's mixed with yes, all these feelings of get. I think for me, it's always um, like X. It, I guess it's creative endeavors that I don't get paid for and exercise. Yeah, right, and like eating healthier. Right, like those are the two. And back in the and also, I guess you could throw in your addictions, right? So I'm going to quit smoking. I'm going to... Quitting smoking on January 1st is like the dumbest idea ever, (laughs) too, by the way. Setting yourself up for failure. Now, I hear what you're saying, Holden, but there's also the perspective, too, of the people that don't get time off for the holidays that actually work a lot more during the holidays, like working in a restaurant. But you also still get the slump because even when I worked through the holidays, I worked most Christmas Eves and stuff like that, I would realize that I would miss the money I was making Mm. because January is so dead in the restaurant business Uh. that you're just like, because especially people are trying to lose weight and I worked at a pie shop. (laughs) Guess where they weren't going? So people wouldn't tip because they're broke after the holidays. Or they're mad at you because you made them break their resolution. Because I'm the one giving them the pie. Like, (laughs) it's like that. There's all these like other feelings too when like you're getting tipped out the ass during the holidays and you're making all this crazy money. Money, you might be banging your head against the wall because you're working so much, but at least you're making a bunch of money. Yeah. But then the money dries up. And then that's also the slump of January of just like, now what the fuck do I do? Well, yeah. I will say that I mean, my taxes, one yeah. of the things that I'm going to do in January this year, because every year for here at page seven, awards show season comes around. And every year, I, I want to blame parenthood, but it's not parenthood. I'm just bad at keeping up with movies, right? So every year, award show season comes around, and I'm always like, fuck, I didn't see like, any of the top 10 movies that everybody's talking about. And I feel super left, you know, not left out. I love leave myself out. I feel super out of the loop. And I'm like, oh, I wish I had done that this year. But it just gets away from me. I'm like more of a TV watcher than a movie watcher or whatever. But then last year I was like, okay, I know what I'll do. January is going to be just like Halloween, you know, October. Gideon and I are very good at spending all of October watching scary movies. January is going to be watch all the movies from 2023. Uh, month for me. So nice. I'm going to watch Ooh. all the... So we'll start making goal. a little list for you? Make a little list of the good and, you know, the, whatever the Oscar ones, the ones I need to know and talk about and that way come Oscars because most of those, they start either late January or uh, February when we get into that shit and then I won't be so out of it. So that's one goal. I love that. I, it's an attainable, achievable goal may be helpful for page seven listeners who also don't keep up with the movie's Devote January to it because you're you're fucking bored. You are feeling like you should do something with your life, but you don't know what. So watching the movies from 2023 at least is going to be one thing I can hang my hat on. I like that. I think, yeah, having something to look forward to in January rather than just depleting yourself and your ego. I think there are like maybe pepper some things in. You know, now that we're not going home for the holidays, we go, we're deciding to go home probably in the beginning of February. So it's like something to look forward to. Yeah. yeah. Something that like we have that's like, oh, there's a little trip on the horizon that we get to go do. Just something, some kind of bright light. Because this is the problem is that now the holidays begin September 1st. So we have like months of feeling like, Yee! Ooh, it's witchy yes. season. Ooh, it's horror season. Ooh, it's turkey season. Ooh, it's Christmas season. And then it's just darkness. Bleak. From January and through March. It sucks. March, you start to get a little bit. Oh, but bit your of, birthday, MJ. Oh, oh, I know. I've got the. <laughs> Marcus always says that his birthday is on the saddest day. Holden January also 19th. Says, 
January 19th, which I think Marcus has confirmed is like maybe statistically Actually the, the saddest day. day of the year. Yes. Holden also has a sad day birthday because it's in that little interim time between Christmas and New Year's, Awful. which is a great time in life, but not a great time to have a birthday. No, it's the I would say like like that day. What, what, what's the day for Marcus uh, again? What's his birthday? January 19th. It's, always, it's also the day before the presidential inauguration, which made oh, it especially yeah. hard in um, 2016. December 28th is the most like quiet day of the year. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to just explain it. Like it is the most, everyone is so done being social and doing anything fun. And because they're like gearing up for New Year's Eve too. So it's just this weird, it feels like no man's land. It feels like a white noise day that does not exist. Yeah. Like it is a absolute day to enjoy the gifts you got for Christmas or like just sit in your pajamas all or day. See you cats. Or you're traveling. See cats or in you're the movie traveling. theater, or which was cats. what we did in 2019. See which Cats was the movie theater, yeah. A great, great day. Amazing. I'm going to Beetlejuice. By the way, I'm seeing another musical on my birthday. I just realized that. I'm going to recreate the Lauren Boebert incident <laughs> by going to Beetlejuice the musical on my birthday. I'm going to grope Lexi. She's going to vape. <laughs> In front of a pregnant woman. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, yeah. I love this. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Also, yeah, January 19th is the most depressing day of the year. I have looked Why it up. Is it that? is That's interesting to me because it's just because like everything's faded away from the holidays. Yes. You're just like, you know, you're officially in this new year. But like you and, and that good foot you wanted to get on just like ain't happen. It's finally yeah, it's already slipping. Yeah. There's also an idea behind a, a psychologist coined the term Blue Monday he, that they worked out the formula to show how the third Monday in January is especially bad. Um, average time for New Year's resolutions to fail, bad weather, debt, the time since Christmas and motivational levels have dropped. And also you think about that. Your credit card bills come in uh, from everything yeah. you spent for yep. the holidays. So it's also around that time that you have uh. to start dealing with the mistakes <laughs> that you made during the holidays. Yes. And like for me in January, that used to be like I used to, which is insane. I racked up so much credit card debt in my 20s. Oh, yeah. Just drinking. Almost like I think I had I think I had to pay off. I think thirty thousand dollars in debt over the last like 10 years because I wow. just put everything on a credit card I'm, that, which is yeah. insane to me like now as an like an adult as a 36 year old <laughs> what are you talking about jackie you would just go and spend hundred that's why i was always buying people drinks it was all free money that's uh, incredible yeah that's uh that's a lot of money on alcohol <laughs> so january's used to be but now i don't have any credit cards anymore but yeah. this totally. comes to bite me in the ass yeah. sometimes Man, all right so funny. january is a month for getting through <laughs> I, I have one credit that's card that thing. i don't keep I know on a lot me. of people do dry january yes. but yeah, to me, i've yes. always been like i know then this is also the reason i lean so hard into the holidays i'm like i know that i get seasonal depression like i forget every year and every year by february i'm like why am i so desperately sad but it's just because it's winter and dark and cold and i don't like it and so, but like, I've always, I try to approach January, February and March with just like a, you know, I lean hard into the holidays. Like you said, Jackie, from September to, to, to December, I'm like, we've got fun. We've got routines. We've got traditions and rituals mm -hmm. and celebration and light. And then come January, it's just like, you got to do whatever you need to do <laughs> to get through this. Yes. And then mid-March, the sun comes up. I will say, yes. I am actually probably more hype about January this year 
than pretty much any other year for a couple reasons. Like, well, your family's going to be gone. <laughs> my family's going to be gone, so I'm going to get a lot of sleep, and I'm just looking forward to getting a lot of sleep and also being able to, you know, have, I'll have a cocktail or two, probably. You know, binge watch my horror movies and um, really get my... I, I, I did not realize like how much I love Total Isolation. Uh, until I had Woody. Oh, yes. <laughs> like, oh, right. I really like being in complete silence uh, alone for hours at a time. I, I'm, I'll be a lot sadder this year. I'm like probably, n- I've never had more fun with my family than like lately. So I will be actually pretty bummed. But yes, partly because of that. Also, though, there's so much fun stuff like in the works right now for uh, LPN TV, and I'm incredibly excited to finally get to like do these streams that we've been talking about for fucking months now, you know. And so I, I'm, I'm like, like finally uh, for the first time in many years, January instead of January, just being like, all right, let's see what this year has for us. Let's just try to figure it out and kind of feeling a little more like just continuing with the way things are like there's all these new wild swings happening like starting in January which well, I think I is think cool. This is a great way to encourage people that like maybe a creative endeavor rather than losing weight or something like that that is something that like you can work on any time of year. Yeah. Maybe start like creative endeavor something that fulfills you. Something that like that you've been meaning to get to and even if you don't finish it in January who gives a shit? Yeah. You know like I want to get back to my scrapbooking. I started scrapbooking over the summer and I literally haven't touched it since. So maybe in my sad times I do a little scrapbooking let's uh how about two uh uh I want to throw out there if you're kind of feeling a little more wishy-washy about what maybe that endeavor would be uh I cannot recommend enough the artist's way if anyone's ever uh uh tried that out uh, other than me and this crew it's by uh Julia Cameron I have been really? gifted I've it. Never I do heard have of it. three copies of it <laughs> That's so and funny. I'm like I hear you I know I'm supposed to do the artist's way I've just never committed to it It's a really good thing to do if you're feeling like a, maybe a little stuck creatively yes. or if you're just ready to like <laughs> You called move, go to the next level Uh-huh it's, and it's um all you have to do is start sitting uh-huh. Me, uh, installments, t- uh, yeah, let's low, go low fifty dollars a month, okay? Okay, okay that's these, all you got to do. I'll hold these workshops yeah. with you, okay? Uh, and I'm gonna need you to start drinking this like silver drink. Uh-huh. It might turn your skin blue. Oh, uh, it's colloidal silver. silver. Yeah, it might yeah, turn yeah. your skin blue a little bit. <laughs> it's but, because uh, we watched the Love Is One doc, <laughs> and she was kept drinking all this colloidal. That's silver. what you gotta watch, MJ. Fuck these movies. Who gives a it's shit? Pretty you great. gotta watch. You gotta watch Love Is One, dude. It is one of the best cult documentaries I think I've seen. Really? Okay. Man, uh, I'm gonna oh, yeah, give you a list Max. of things Please. that you've gotta watch. Please do give me it's, a list. I'm excited about that. That's the other thing I was gonna say. I'll get back to our way real uh, in just a second, but or or pick something fun like that, and don't make it like pick something you're gonna enjoy and look forward to. Like I'm gonna watch all these movies, and that's my resolution. Like I think that's a way as we're cooler. saying, like something that's just that's more positive. That's not gonna make you feel because if you don't watch as many movies as you watch, you're not gonna be like I failed myself. Totally. You're just not gonna be able to watch as many movies. Yeah. But the cool thing about the artist way, I think it's like a 12 week, like thing so you're not like just sitting and reading the whole book you're reading like a chapter a week but it has you do things so the three major tenants are don't like and you also have to like write in this journal every day and if you do write in a journal every day and you want to confess something that you've uh cheated on your partner don't uh keep up your morning pages so that someone else can read it is, are you which talking, a friend did while working say, on the artist way because I know Wait, I'm, talking about, that. I'm talking about a friend of ours that was doing the artist way that had uh, that was doing because you have to do these things called morning pages yeah. so you like write out your thoughts in the morning you write you write three pages stream of conscious like first thing you do when you wake up it's one of the major tenets of the artist way and he had confessed to cheating on his girlfriend because you're literally just writing on his computer <gasps> and she read it no. I can't believe he just left on his computer and that's how she read it I thought it was just like in a in a diary he had no dude it was just up on his computer and she <laughs> read it oh well, he went to work yeah, and brutal. she read it and then she left him oh. and I, I uh, that, their relationship I think was done oh yeah but I'll always think about that with the art like connected to the artist's way of like I <laughs> yeah, always yeah. think about that well the Lex and I talk way. about that yes. Lex and I both have done the artist's way and we've had since that happened we were like 
I would never read your morning pages. I mean, it's a little different if it's up on the, but we both like had to have it's a like discussion It's like reading someone's journal. Oh, you it's, know? Your, it's like more than your journal because you're literally supposed to like not take your pen off the page for three pages. Uh-huh. So you're, you're, I mean, you're talking like a crazy person in a lot of it, but yeah, you're really just revealing whatever. Which is also great. I highly recommend. That's how I journal like I journal every two days and that's how I journal. I just sit down and just start writing and just whatever comes out. I put the date down and then I just start writing and just see what pops out. This is one of the things I want to do and feel bad that I haven't done is journaling. Like I've never done it. I've always felt like I should do it. Whenever I do write, it always feels great. And my therapist was like, have you journaled? And I'm like, no. And so maybe this is a good way to do it. It's hard to commit to yeah. but like but again it's another one of those things you don't fail because you don't do it uh-huh. it's just something that like if you are able to and you can fit it into your life try it out right. i know i tried to do start it up again like the, i think even this past year i tried to kind of coming out of the fog of like in, infant raising and and being like i need to jump start some stuff and i just it was so hard though i've just found it hard to commit to all of the stuff and get everything else done and you know be a dad and everything but i do think it's so worth it and you, you can kind of also you can choose to do things and not to do things yeah it's the the you do the morning pages you d- and i think the other really cool thing that they have you do every single week which i think is just something everyone should do it's called the you, you take yourself on an artist date and the whole idea of the artist date is like you alone without anyone else, like go do like kind of an, an enriching activity, like wow. go to take yourself to a museum, go to a park and just like observe people. It could be a lot of different things, but it's actually taking that time to say, I'm going to like focus on my little artist baby in my soul and like really nurture that and 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 not make it about anyone else and not make it about you know um indulging in my vices you know uh-huh. i'm going to like be present in the world and like take something in and if that's like going to a movie or you know just like painting a painting like in whatever it is you know but then every week they kind of it kind of focuses on some something different and has you kind of filling out answering questions or thinking about like your childhood or thinking about it's it's really really valuable and i do think it's kind of a chicken or the egg kind of situation it's like well was i already just in that headspace and it was going to happen anyway but like me making the jump to live streaming and like all this shit and essentially getting to the point where i could quit my day job like and live a fully creative life essentially like that was a part of that process wow. doing the artist way. Yeah. I, I really do do uh, credit it a lot for taking And you did say do do, and that means <laughs> Yeah. And that's Dookie, bro. And that it, it is what it is. <laughs> I made a poop joke. <laughs> so what would what would our resolu- with all that said, what would our resolutions be for uh for twenty twenty four? Yeah. I mean, I already made it pretty clear I don't like resolutions. I'm not. Maybe a big what if we say fan. what if we say goals? Okay, okay. Which are also what if we say resolution? What if we say I I resolve I Jackie Zabrowski resolve mm. to definitely do something. Mm, what if you say I must do it or I'm a bad person? Ah. Oh, see, this is bad. You know, <laughs> I can't enact the Catholic guilt that lives inside of me because it sits like a monster inside of my brain, waiting to be awoken every other day by almost anything. Let's voice goals and hopes, wishes. I almost yeah, because I almost want like I want I want to maybe that's what I need to do more. I think I need to manifest more. We should, I think bro. I manifested with some bay leaves last night because it was the new moon, and uh, with bay leaf manifestation, you write down uh, specifically what you want. I I created sigils for it, and then burned the bay leaves. Really? I love that. So um, yeah, so I'm putting my intentions out there. I'm really trying to I'm trying to manifest over here. I tried to do that with I tried to do that last night too, but uh, there were all these explosions started popping off and. <laughs> Um, there was like a bunch of ego and stuff, and I was like, "Oh fuck, these are Michael Bay leaves." Oh, ah. Michael Bay leaves. <laughs> Michael Bay leaves a lot of copter shots. I bet. Man, <laughs> yeah, Michael like Bay hot... uses so much drone oh camera work; it makes <laughs> me sick. Okay, I'm going to say brutal. two things I've done in past Januarys that I that I've stuck to and liked. Okay, and, and maybe that can c- get kind of get people's brains rolling. One of which was. 
I want to say it was 2013. Gideon and I had more salads. 2013. It wasn't at all connected to weight loss. It wasn't at all connected to dieting or anything, but it was just like, let's start making more More salads salads with dinner. And I will say it was a lifestyle change that stuck. We both like, it's not like we eat a salad every night by any means, but we both feel confident that we can make a good salad. And we, the like mental barrier to like, can I make a salad? You can, you know? And so more salads. And it can be a meal. Yes. And it it can be be a meal. Love a meal salad. You can put enough in there and it can be healthy and still like a steak salad with pickled red onions. And I do, I've been doing like Mm. fake chicken, um, like beyond chicken, like in in a salad. Mm. And yeah, that'll make it a meal. Um, So you could do more salads 2024. Um, And last year I did do like a decluttering challenge, which is the most Instagram basic I will get. (laughs) How did it go though? It was, I mean, it was great. Like it's, I've, we, we are a clutter people. We've got a lot of tchotchkes. We got it, but you're, I know you got a lot of tchotchkes, Jackie, but your tchotchkes are so intentional. You can't declutter. I also, there's only two people in my home. Right. You have double the amount of people inside of your home. Of course you're going to have more stuff. Well, and two, of those people refuse to let us ever throw anything mm. away. Gideon, ever. Gideon, oh. and you, yeah, <laughs> yeah him too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, he doesn't want to throw any of the kids' art away ever. Aww. He's like, we have to keep every piece of art, which is very sweet. But they make like ten pieces of art a day, and so I'm like, we will be buried <laughs> and killed this? in their art. Yes. So I did. I did enjoy like a little spend spend fifteen minutes a day going through, and not like Marie Kondo style because I'm never going to be a minimalist um it just won't work but going through the house and being like oh this broken thing that i've been wondering if i'll find out what it goes to and it's been on my dresser for three years i don't know what it goes Mm -hmm. to i'm gonna throw it away you know yeah go through the cables all the weird random cables we've got in the box yeah we've got a one box of iphone chargers that for iphones that no longer exist i've got old computer chargers oh yeah yes those are two things the more salads and a little bit of decluttering have been things that have worked for me and January's past. I like this. Nice. See, I really put all of my faith in my new fashion choices of every year. So yes, you do. I I love that, that you do that to encourage. And I know that I've sprinkled it in places. And I think that it's fairly obvious the fact that I'm trying to do youthful Jackie 2024. And, um, I, is this your announcement? Yeah. This this is what are you going to announce? Yeah. Youthful Jackie. It's, it's zoomy. It's zoomy (laughs) Zabrowski over here. Zoomy Zabrowski 2024. I'm trying. I'm I'm trying. Like, I want to like show off my belly a little bit more. I started buying wide, long, like I actually own pants now. I've been wearing some like big sweatshirts and I've just been trying to get out of my comfort zone with what the like, you know what it is? It's the shape of what I wear. I wear very, very similar shape of everything. And I was like, I want to switch it up. I need to train. I need to change something. I just feel like I'm wearing the same fucking thing over and over again. So I'm really switching it up this year that I'm trying out. Like, so it's like, yeah, I can still use my bucket hats. Yes, I can sit, but I want to get a little bit more uncomfortable with how I'm dressing to see what I like. So I, it's also an uncomfortable zone, Jackie, 2024, mm. to see what new things I like. And it's a scary venture. And trial of course and it's error. not something, you, it's trial and error, also something that you can't like put too much money into. So it's like, I've been doing a lot of like thrifting and stuff like that, trying to find like cool old stuff. And um, it's been a lot of fun opening up my fashion choices. I don't always have to wear black and leopard print. I can wear colors. What? <laughs> a goth bitch can wear colors? I love Zoomer, Zoomy Zabrowski 2024. I Thank think it's you. a great, we all remember the Franissance. Oh yeah. Which la- launched us into this yearly fashion theme for you. Oh yeah. And I think that this is a great one. Thank you. I think I think for me, like there's, there's health and business, right? I feel like pretty happy with like where family is at actually by at this point in the year, which is really cool. That's actually a nice feeling that I need to take stock of. Like I'm actually for the first time in a minute, because it's just been so chaotic since we had Winnie that, and there was just been such a change. And so there's just, it's just never, it's like hard to find stability or it had been for a little while there. And I finally feel like, Oh, we, I, this feels like this, that we're this unit. I'm feeling the word unit finally for the first time, you know, like totally. It takes a long time to land on your feet, pick yourself up and dust yourself off. And- yeah. And be like, and then, and then be like, Oh, we're like, we're like, we're up. We're a system now. We're like, a, we're a whole thing. Yeah. We're a beast with many 
Beast with many backs. <laughs> and uh, so that's cool. Um, so I think like, like I'm, I'm less concerned with that kind of stuff. So it's and then it comes down to career and health, right? I think for career, I mean, yes, blanket, just statement, just want to make more money. But like the way that it's looking to do that is to really, really tap into what works streaming wise, right? I think that's like this huge... And the sky's the limit with ideas for that. And so I think it's like creatively opening some new like pathways and like really starting to develop some, some, you know, kind of step out of, I feel like I've been on a similar grind for so long with, with both streams and podcasting. And now it's time to like make some game, like really like take some new steps. You know what I mean? I think for health, I feel like I'm not going to do this, but I feel like what I should do actually is also break out of my comfort zone and try workouts that I haven't tried before. Ooh, like what? Well, like I should probably like I I should join Lexi for a Pilates class. I know she wants Pilates me to do is that. Very hard, you know. But I know you can do it. It's just hard. It's, it's a lot so, harder than you it's think it is. So hard. Yeah. No, no, no it's I a know, lot I'm ready for it to be incredible. You can hard. do it. You got this. But, you know, I've done and I've tried like yoga and stuff before, but like get back into, you know, try to get back into some weight training, stuff like that. Like really just kind of my comfort zone with I feel like right now it's not enough. And I'm just sort of in this kind of system of I feel like I'm finally drinking less. So that's cool. Keep doing that. But like maybe even less than still I am drinking. And then add on to that, maybe some more variety to exercise, really hold myself more accountable to exercise. And remember, joy and movement. That's the thing everyone says now, and I think it's nice yes. that it's yeah. not. You don't move your body because you have to. Like, find something that you do because you enjoy because doing you like it. it. Well, that's that's what I have been doing with running. Like, I love going yeah, on a three-mile run. You like to listen to music and stuff. It just, it's like a peaceful, nice thing. And I'm like, get more used to that routine. But there's more out there. And I should try to maybe find another. <gasps> Let's type go of to a Zumba class. Sure. Oh, that would be so fun. I think I should find another workout thing. You know, even if it's like Brazilian Jiu Jitsu or something like that. But I need to like try some other stuff and find one other blowjob Jackie movement <laughs> outlet. <laughs> what Remember? blowjob Jackie? Yeah, blowjob BJJ. I said BJJ. Yeah, a couple of shows ago. <laughs> I said that John does BJJ and Jackie just said blowjob Jackie. <laughs> I think it's like, I think it's like, so yeah, I guess when it comes down to it, even, and with podcasting too, everything, it's like finding new, really breaking out of like the, the kind of the same old. And then with, uh, kind of with, oh, it's kind of both then. It's like, I need to break out of my fucking tunnel vision on both things. But it's like Jackie breaking out of black and leopard print. You got to break out of your, your creative Black and leopard print, mm-hmm. and your body black and le- or your your movement black and leopard print. Yeah, yes. I got to get out of my comfort zone, but with with creative and career stuff, and with. Uh, but I will. I feel like I just need to point out for if people are listening and there, and it's hard to like hear because you hear people talk about the resolutions and you start to think about yours. I feel like the reason why it's hard to like break out of your comfort zone is like let us all remember that if you are a millennial or younger or Zoomer or honestly even Gen X, wh- wh- if you are alive right now, like there is not a lot of comfort, right? No, like, right. everything has been destable. There's no people. People don't have jobs with health insurance. People don't have fucking retirement plans. People are struggling like to pay their bills. And so I feel like there's a reason why people get in their comfort zones. Right. And so I feel like I also do the same thing every year. I'm like, I got to get out of my comfort zone, but I'm like mentally, psychically, physically, whatever. It's like you, it's so hard to ever find comfort because everything is so unstable that there's a reason why you cling to those things. You know what's so, you know what makes it even harder is like you get thrown out of orbit by the holidays themselves. So the last thing you want to do is like break out of your comfort zone January 2nd because what you really want to do January 2nd is like get finally I'm back to my routine. Finally, I can like really sink into that, which is also good. But that's why you got to shake it up before you fall back into the routine. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Is is the secret really just to not be hungover on January 1st? Is that really the secret? It sounds like that's the (laughs) beginning of the curse. Will any of the three of us find out? I I, I, I will tell. I probably will. I'm still in the, you know, I, I feel like I probably will because it's just, what am I, what are we going to do? Because, yeah, oh, yeah, I totally will because I'll be in fucking uh, Charlotte. So I, no, actually, I already see this happening. 
my brother will convince me to drink that extra like whiskey at whatever o'clock. Oh and yeah. When he'll decide to wake up extra early and it'll be like, yeah, not it. But man, January 1st, I'm going to be like, what's up? Cause that'll be the last day of this just relentless holiday break. I have in front of me, Florida and Charlotte, It's already getting topsy-turvy. We already have to book hotels on nights we didn't think we had to and stuff like that. But, uh, yes. Well, everyone give yourself a break this year and don't have the goal of waking up not hungover on January 1st. But maybe have the goal of waking up not hungover on January 2nd. January 2nd. If you're listening to this today, it's January 4th. uh, So you could have the goal of maybe waking up not hungover on January 5th. And take (laughs) it Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's at least get that one in. Uh, January 5th, man, reel it in, bro. Like, seriously. (laughs) Don't be so hard on yourself, too. Just remember, don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah. You know, it's hard enough getting through the winter. So just be good to yourself. So easy to say. I know. When you don't have the judgment of your parents looming over your back at every waking moment (laughs) by that time. Or your own brain, right? Like, like I'm not even getting judgment from my parents. It's my own brain that's just like, are you sure you're not doing a bad job at everything? Because you might um, be. That's why I listen to audiobooks. So, you know, I got to drown out that voice telling me that I'm always doing a bad job. So maybe that's the goal for me for fucking 2024 shut that voice up shut it up put it in a cage mj (laughs) and throw that cage into the hudson yeah we don't need it in here anymore because we're all trapped on the inside and we gotta be free mj (laughs) we gotta be free (laughs) so thank you guys for starting the new year you know january 4th yeah that's the new year with us and for sharing you know let us know have you had a really bad new year's eve i'd love to hear about it and if you need to maybe you just had a bad new year's eve and you need to decompress yeah if if anybody has had uh any good new year's eve stories please send them in page seven podcast let's make it like a meat puke situation i would love to do another meat puke uh i mean we just talked about uh the meat puke that we had on new year's eve with uh walter's boyfriend man yeah, I don't think I have a better memory than that, man. That was that was just on fire for sure. That was a wild one. Absolute wild. That was one. a good one. Absolutely, absolutely. Here's to your resolutions. May you not fail yourself and may you be good. Hell yeah. I guess. Is that fine? Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think so. I'm trying to be positive about resolution. <laughs> I'm just so scared of failure. Oh yeah. Anyway, I'm sure that you got and also let us know what your resolutions are too. If you've got a great one that's like a positive one that you think that you're actually going to like stick to this year. Let us know that too. Let us there know. Seven podcast at gmail.com. Uh, what else? What other twitch.tv forward slash hold naders ho as we wrap this up? Uh, what else? Page seven, uh, patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. Please check us out on that. Uh, we are trying to crank out as much bonus material as we possibly can for you guys. Keep listening to the show. You guys are the best. And thank you guys so much. MJ? I'm, I'm MJ, and I'm MJKLCan on Instagram. I'm going to be decluttering with all those bitches. Join me. Hell yes. Yeah. Yes. Declutter with us. We love you guys so much, and we'll be back next week. Hell yeah. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Happy Bye. New Year. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.